0: welcome once again to another episode of devotional we are on lesson number 10 for december 1 through the 7th and this is lesson number one for sabbath december 1st so we are uh, only three lessons away uh, before we finish this quarter and though i have enjoyed uh, studying and i still am uh, enjoying getting all of these new insights that uh, are affecting me. I hope they are affecting you. Uh, they are affecting my prayer life. They are affecting how I am convicted I need to relate to my members. Um, I hope they're doing the same thing for you, that these are not just you know us theorizing. Even when we go to Sabbath school on Sabbath morning, I hope that the discussion will not just be a discussion, but something that changes us, something that uh, puts us closer to God's ideal, God's uh, standard of what he wants this oneness in Christ experience to be like. But uh, I am, I can't lie to you, <laughs> I am excited about starting next quarter on the book of Revelation. Uh, I already got a hand, my hands on a copy. It's, uh, next to, it's in my desk in my office. And I've already glanced at some of the subjects that we're going to be talking, and I can't wait. And I hope that you will prepare for that uh, experience as well on sabbath we're looking at unity and broken relationships that's the whole week and sabbath afternoon um it begins with i mean i like the whole paragraph and i don't want to read it for you because you can read it yourself i want to read the first paragraph in that first sentence that says as we have seen even after pentecost the relationship between believers was at times strained and this is after Pentecost, which I wrote some things next to that. Uh, encouraging. That's encouraging to know that even after Pentecost, the, the early church it had strains uh, at times. Which is encouraging because then we're not abnormal when that happens to us. Actually, it, it, it happened then. It will happen now. So um, it gives hope. Um, they, they were not perfect after they were baptized with the Holy Spirit, uh, they were being perfected, which is uh, a verse that I discovered in Columbus Ohio as I was church planting and struggling, you know Satan was lambasting me left and right wanting to discourage me and uh, sometimes you would lose your temper, sometimes you would feel frustrated and angry Uh, sometimes you you didn't know how to relate to, you know, the the fragmentation that you see within the church. I was pastoring a Hispanic church, and (laughs) there was racism there. (laughs) There were racisms between the Dominicans, the Mexicans, the Puerto Ricans, uh, the people from El Salvador. Uh, It was a good thing I was from Argentina. I was the only one from Argentina, which made me neutral, so to speak. Um, And I realized, you know, Lord, I'm, I'm frustrated, and maybe I shouldn't be here. You, you need pastors, you need leaders that are perfect all the time, that don't get angry, that don't lose their tempers, that don't get frustrated. And then I was led to this verse. 2 Corinthians 7.1 says, Therefore, having these promises, beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all defilement of flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of the lord holiness is not a static experience it is a growing experience Um, so you are perfect if you're growing you're not perfect if you're static so this idea that uh, this this state of holiness is a stagnant plateau i think is pagan first of all second of all it's not biblical and third of all it's hope it leaves people hopeless because we, I do find that I am growing by the grace of God. I'm growing as a husband, as a father, as a Christian, and as a pastor. Praise the Lord for that, and to him be the glory alone. But that's the process of perfecting. So this early church, we, sh- we should not have that expectation, which is the second thing that I wrote. It's a reality check. A reality check of what I can expect from my church. What do you expect from your church? Do you spe- expect perfection? um there are individuals that you know they they do this for many reasons but one of them i am certain is that they're looking for the perfect church and this one is does this that one does that and even those that don't church hop sometimes you church complain right you whine and you nag and you threaten and you stop coming for a while and then you come back again and you find that the church hasn't changed so you go back to complaining etc um this lesson, this week, at least on Sabbath, is going to call us to a reality check. Why are you expecting something that didn't exist even in the Bible? Why are you expecting your church to be better than the early church after Pentecost? Um, I I wrote some some thoughts down. You know, when I remember being single and thinking, when I get married, my marriage is going to be like dot dot dot. And I think many single people, most single people have that. And how we fill in the gaps, what materials we bring to the to, to our minds, to the table to fill in the gaps, determines what we get out of marriage. And, you know, I, I, I have to be honest, most of the material that filled my dot, dot, dot were the movies. Uh, and so I thought, you know, this movie is so romantic, or this movie is about love, or this... And you know what? Marriage has nothing to do with Hollywood. Nothing to do with it. Um, And so you come to marriage with false expectations. And when you come to anything with false expectations or uh, unrealistic expectations, you will be disappointed. Tremendously disappointed. And I think Satan wants that. And so you. sometimes causes us to read things in the Bible that aren't there or causes us to not read the Bible so that we don't see what's there plainly and it's pretty plain that as we look at this week the Bible never paints this uh, utopian harmonious no conflict um, you know it paints real people growing being perfected uh, in holiness so Don't if you're single, (laughs) stop watching movies thinking that that's going to be you someday, young lady. It's not, and young man, it's not. Marriage, just like church, uh, is different. You know, whenever you have um, a human relationships that are supposed to be or you want for the long term, a long term commitment, you better believe that relationship will require work, effort, sweat and above all grace grace so don't come to the church thinking you're going to find a perfect church where everybody will like you and you will love everybody and you will be one happy family you will grow that takes effort it is worth it for sure it is worth it and we should be aiming for that and one of the key components as we looked at last week was forgiveness right if i'm if i'm coming to a church Um, that is perfect. Really, my attitude is an unforgiving one, one devoid of grace. If we need grace to be saved, we need to extend that grace in the church if we're going to be a church family. And expectations have a lot to do with that. So, as we begin this Sabbath, maybe it'd be good for us this week to ask the Lord, Lord, search my heart, what have I been coming, with, with what expectations have I been coming To my church, with have these expectations been realistic? More importantly, have these expectations been biblical? Because we can allow this week the lesson through the scriptures, or the scriptures through the lessons, better said, the scriptures to correct any false, unrealistic expectations we may have in church. Then we'll know, yes, it is normal to, to, that it takes effort. It is normal that it takes uh, work to have these relationships, these long-term relationships be functional. Um, you know, as a pastor, I'm realizing uh, I need to guard myself because I can't simply say, well, I'm going to be in this church for, you know, five, six, seven years, whatever. Then I'll be in new churches doesn't matter how long i am in a church or not it doesn't matter how long you are in a church or not and you cannot simply say well if this gets too tough too difficult then i'm going to find another one you're going to have be you're always going to be finding another one why don't you stay in there one you're in and put work and effort in these relationships by the empowerment of the grace of god i think that's a better option and in this week we're going to be learning how to heal broken relationships and allow to be experienced that unity that oneness in christ once again i hope you will join me through this journey each day this week if you haven't subscribed yet please do so i look forward to learning and i hope you do too